Welcome to Interform Podcast. I'm your girl, Ro, on the radio. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at interform.art and check out our website. It's www.interform.art. We're going to talk about toxic relationships. Ooh, I got my girl Sunshine. She is our guest host. And just so y'all know, we both have experience with radio. I don't, I feel like people are like, these are just two chicks talking on the podcast, like just because they can't know. We actually have been on the air before, right? Sunshine? Yes. Like, yes, that is true. Your show. I, think, I almost think, I mean, I guess, I guess if what we're doing is we're justifying why we're in Yes, we both have experience in radio and communication. Mm -hmm. However, I think if we're talking just about toxic relationships, then just about everybody's qualified. Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's some truly healthy people out there. I don't know. They they really exist? Huh. I I mean... I admit them. (laughs) I know. I'm, I'm like thinking about it and I'm like, I think... I think I've, I'm in the periphery, I peripherally know a few. Right. But like, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get into the definition of a toxic relationship. Because I feel like people, like just because you have an argument a couple times, it doesn't mean that's like a toxic relationship, right? Right. It just means that you had an argument or a disagreement. So the definition of a toxic relationship is a relationship that's characterized by behaviors of the part of the toxic partner that are like emotionally and not infrequently physically damaging or mentally damaging to the partner. So for example, like an abusive relationship is a toxic relationship, but not all toxic relationships are abusive. You know what I right. mean? Yes. Not definitely phys- not, not physically, right? Not physically. Exactly. 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 So it's like, how do you, how do you know you're in a toxic relationship? Like, I didn't really know that I was in one. I just thought like, oh, relationships have their ups and downs and we're going to go through it. And I'm just going to be by your side. Did you like my accent? I did. (laughs) I did. I'm not exactly sure. You sound very sweet. I'm not sure where you're from, but definitely, definitely a little more um, innocent and naive than the real Rochelle. Yes. And I am. So how, right. did you know, how did you know? Were, were you in a toxic relationship? We about um, to get into yes. the nitty gritty, girl. Girl, um, let's see. So uh, just just a little heads up here. I, I've actually been in very few relationships, mm. probably because I am, uh, well, you know, child of divorce, uh, raised by a strong-willed woman, like, mm-hmm. you don't need a man. Right. And, um, and which has benefited me and also not, but, but in different way. Anyway, that's not what you asked me. My, I would say that my two main long-term relationships were both, one was more, much more toxic than the other mm. one. I kind of, I don't, I think that I sort of, I definitely wasn't an enabling the toxicity oh. in, okay. I, I would actually say that in both of them kind of, Mm -hmm. but I think because I also didn't understand that this is toxic and I shouldn't be here. I was in that place where one of them, I was, I, it was the relationship when I was like 19 Mm -hmm. and, and it lasted for almost a decade off and on. Girl, same. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, so I'm like, please torture me. I love it. (laughs) This is how it's supposed to be. Right. 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 And in the end, you're like, uh, you stole my 20s yes. or I gave them to you. But oh. um, 
I think that, I think an, another thing to touch on is that not necessarily is a toxic relationship one that's with someone who um, has substance abuse. Now, someone who does have substance abuse, you're probably more likely to be in a toxic relationship because yeah. e- somebody's either self-medicating. Yeah, over-medicating mm-hmm. and somebody's like enabling that or feeding into it or mm. um, using it as a tool to fight. Uh, that relationship that I was in for close to a decade, he definitely, he was an alcoholic mm. and um, and so sweet, but like also incapable of truly being available. And so I was constantly like, I'll fix it. I I can make you better. I can oh, do that. Yeah. We about to get into that. That yeah. is one of the reasons why, because everybody's like, well, if it's such a bad relationship, you know, why do you stay? What made you stay? And some of the right. reasons, and this is from a website called Universe. It's spelled Y-O-U and then Universe. Um, they said it's because we have this need to fix the person, right? Like we think we have this false sense of reality, like I can fix the person. Um, also low self-esteem is an issue, which I can definitely um agree to that. Like yes. I same as you, 19 years old. I got married. Who gets married at 19 in college? You're supposed to be like having hot girl summers every, you know. Yeah. I listen. <laughs> but I, I, mean, I was I, like, I'm it was sorry. like my, my high school sweetheart. And he was, a, he was a quarterback. And I just and I was a like a tomboy band geek. So I'm thinking. This quarterback that likes me, like, girl, yes, I am winning. And it was not a very good relationship. He had some issues with staying faithful. And I enabled that behavior, which is why he kept doing it. You see what I'm saying? Like, what you allow is what is going to continue. And I don't think that we get that. We keep thinking that it's going to get better. Or, and at, at that time, I was thinking, we're just young. Like, he'll grow out of it. It's just a phase. But, like, I'm going to be here. I'm a ride or die. Like, yeah. that's my man. And, you know, yeah. after, and then there's the toxicity of religion, right? You get married and it's like, well, you took those vows. You got to yes. stay with him, whether he cheats yes. on you or not. And so I was blinded by that, too. I was thinking, like, well, I took these vows religiously. Like, I have to you know, work it out. Every relationship has its ups and downs, right? Yeah. It's not going to be all right. Bad. Love hurts. And those are some of the, the myths that we tell ourselves yeah. in order to stay. I think, I, I feel fortunate that religion was never something that was hung over my head as far as like what, as, as another set of rules that I was mm. supposed to mm-hmm. abide by. Um, I definitely think that it, it's interesting. This just, occurred to me listening to the two of us I think so often almost all toxic relationships start with insecurity or you know and low self-esteem because if I had if I thought better of myself or if you had thought better of yourself you would not allow someone to treat you that way (sighs) and you would have when you see that in the beginning you're like, okay, you got to go. Bye. You know? Exactly. Yeah. You you, you can't be attacking me personally like this. Well, I didn't. (laughs) Listen, I 
the, it would, this is not personal. Okay. Just, that was just an example. I mean, it's I did so the true. same thing I, I, in that relationship that I was in it. I was like, like the first time I laid eyes on him, he was like so handsome. And he mm. was, he was the stage manager of the first play I was in, in college. And I mean, I walked Romantic. in the door and I was like, that one. I want that romantic. And I stalked him and got him and was like, you like barbecue? Let me take you to barbecue. All this stuff. And in the end, like, I knew that he was incapable the whole time of Mm. being available, like, emotionally available to me. But because we always seem to keep coming back to each other, I'm like, it's It's a sign, girl. Yes. (laughs) Listen, Girl. the only signs we should be looking for are stop. the red flag signs. Yeah, yeah, the stop sign. Right. Stop light is what, yeah. Exactly. See, and then you know what else was a factor is um, is investment, right? So we've already yes. been together five years, six years, seven, because mine lasted 10 years right. as well. So it's like, I can't just throw away everything we had. You know what I mean? Like we've been yes. through so much together. We grew up together. And then after we had a son... I was like, oh, we, you know, we're in it. We're in this, this thing it. together. And I can't be another black key. woman s- statistic, like a single black mom, you know, that's not yeah. married and has her her son. And I was like, we're going to stay together. My son needs a father. I'm going to stay with his dad. Like, there's so many things we tell ourselves in order to cover up for low self-esteem. Because like you said, yeah. if I had thought better of myself, I wouldn't have never allowed any of that to happen. I posted something on Facebook the other day. It's like, when I'm in a relationship, I'll ignore about 86 red flags. But then now, single row, listen, I'll be like, I don't like the way he types. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Oh, really? Yes. Like, now it's like yes. extreme opposite. I'm like, you. it is Y-O-U-R. Don't try to make, don't, don't be cute and put U-R. Like, like, come on, you can spell the whole thing. I text, mm-hmm. I will tell you that is so for real. Okay, so <laughs> so this thing, I had this sort of, not to be all Oprah about it, but I had an aha moment the other day. Mm. And now, I mean, I'm a little older than you and someone who's never been married. And I have been in one million, like five minute relationships. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and I mean, whether that was, from Bumble or, you know, because I met somebody at a bar and then went home and pretended like we were in a relationship or whatever <laughs> in my mind. All right. I'm just, just I'm all right, everybody, here you go. Like, all right. We put it in a little embarrassing, <laughs> but my aha moment was after a couple of times that I've like met somebody via a uh, internet dating site or whatever, and we're messaging and the whole time I'm like, I know this isn't right. Mm-hmm. And then you're at home alone sometimes and you're like, why doesn't anybody love me? And like, oh, no, no. And I started thinking about it. I was like, no, all of these dudes were either very interested or definitely capable if I had let a wall down or whatever to love me. Let a wall down. But, but I can't love them. I was like, oh, mm. you're not somebody that I want to be with. You're, and so I'm like, now what? Now I'm like, oh, now I'm the problem. I get to pick. <laughs> I get to pick. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be picked. It's about being the person that that I'm like. 
I, you know, now when I meet somebody, I'm like, are you someone that I could see myself with? Mm. Not, am I the person that you would want? And I, oh, that comes with security. The mental that shift. Comes, yeah. Mm. And I mean, I'm old to have gotten it. I hope people, I hope there's a lot of youth listening and they're just gonna know that in their twenties and yeah. not, not be, in their thirties like me. <laughs> right. Be a, be a picker. I'm late. Yes. I wanted to be the picky. I was like trying to kill myself and, you know, with like looks or with person, Oh, what kind of girl you like? So I can pretend to be her for a couple of weeks. So you can yeah. pick me. You see what I'm yes. saying? Like yes. I, I was always wanting to be the person picked and now I pick you. You're right. <laughs> right. So if you don't know the difference between your and and you you apostrophe R R E, then mm-hmm. guess what? You ain't gonna get a text back. If you overuse no. exclamation points and screaming at me with every text, homeboy, listen, I'm not gonna yeah. I'm gonna ghost you real You talk. just made me giggle so hard I made my <laughs> I made my screen vibrate. Yeah, that's exactly right. That is exactly <laughs> right. And it's it's interesting, even as someone who was raised to be that person that's like, I'm capable and all of that. Mm. I still walked around. I still, because I, because I was, I, we didn't have band at my school or football because it was real small, mm-hmm. but like, I walked around with that, like, I'm sort of a nerd in security and like Same. I have weird hair and skin and like, ooh. and so if anyone who seemed to have any more like higher social stature than myself, I was like, oh my God. It validated you. It made you feel yeah. attracted. That's exactly what happened to me. I was the weird black girl listening to Lincoln Park. Like, you listen to Lincoln Park, you ain't black, you know. And in the <laughs> band and play <laughs> and chords, that was my jam. So I was a weird black girl. So if anybody like uh, a quarterback of a football team thought I was attractive, I was gonna jump on it. I was like, wow, that really means that I'm that I'm pretty. But you should know right. that you're attractive. Without right. the validation of someone else. Exactly. That's, that's the main, the main meat and potatoes. Right. It, really. But, so I feel all of a sudden I'm like, we're not talking about necessarily toxicity anymore. But what happens, I think when you do that, when you allow yourself to be the one that's picked and what you do is. You open yourself for the toxic. You're opening yourself up to like being susceptible to that because now you just want to live up to whatever their expectation is you know yeah but that does it goes with toxic toxic relationships because that's how it starts like if you start off being confident and knowing who you are and wanting to pick other people and not them to pick you then you don't really have the risk i guess of trying to get into toxic relationships i think my main problem i'm a serial monogamist like I'll yes. get with one dude and stay with him. Like my ex-husband, 10 years, the guy I was dating before that, eight years, like, and then having a kid makes it difficult with toxic relationships, right? right? I don't want to bring a bunch of men in front of my son. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. weird. And I don't mm-hmm. think it's appropriate. So right. if I find someone who has like sort of the qualities, I'm like, oh, you know, we'll stick You'll it do. out. It's like, you got to choose your heart, right? But you right. don't. Yeah. And you definitely got I it. Think- I think that you just, it sounds like you just need to be better at the interview process, <laughs> which, you know, so, I mean, it, and now I told you earlier, like I've been, I've had a lot of therapy. Okay. So one of the things that my therapist always said to me, he was like, you're just terrible at picking. Mm. You obviously are not 
you're not you're not interviewing these guys well there enough. it is there and is. i'm like oh okay i obviously didn't get that too much since i just had my aha moment and he told mm. me that about a decade ago but <laughs> um but it's true it's like it's like what are the things that are important to you mm. you know and it's like yeah. i feel like it's ptsd right so from the if you have a previous toxic relationship then you want to seek someone that is nothing like that person, even the good qualities. And I think that was what right. my problem was. Is I, there were some good qualities about my ex-husband. Yeah. But anything that reminded me of him, even the good ones, I strayed away from. So I went to date someone completely different. He was like eight years younger. My husband was older. Like it, like, it, And that doesn't necessarily make the relationship better as well. Because that means I didn't heal. And then I jumped into another relationship which is yeah. yeah and I think we I think on social media we glorify these like toxic relationships like people like girls glorify being crazy right like don't cheat on me because I'll cut you or don't cheat on me because I'm crazy and yes. I really be crazy yes. and it's like all these memes and I think we're we're kind of glorifying it a little bit it's not really realistically healthy to be a crazy or emotionally unstable female no right and then it gets used against us as well because oh it it get that turnaround and then it's like oh do you call me crazy you know like I'll and, show you crazy right watch this <laughs> watch this exactly slash your mm-hmm. tires that's just an example yeah. I'm not saying that I did. <laughs> not that I'm also not saying that. that I I'm not saying right. I didn't but you know <laughs> I will I, listen your secret is safe with me and everyone listening and everyone listening <laughs> the hundreds of people thousands of people listening so closing remarks like would you say that you are completely exempt now like you get it you you're not gonna end up in no more toxic relationships or are you like eh, I still got some work to do I think that saying never is always dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will good point, say, good point. yeah, I will say that from the last, I, I, I dated someone for about five months last year mm-hmm. and, and while it did end, um, I did my solid best to be authentically me in that mm. relationship and now in the end, I did not get picked, mm-hmm. but, and I had picked him, but I will say that now I do feel like I am, I, I feel like I've grown. There now it to is. say that I'm perfect or to mm. say that the next time it won't be that, right. I did, I have shut down a couple of things that sort of started and I realized immediately like, I am not, this is not where I want to be. This is not, this isn't going to work out very well. Mm. And so I'm getting better. My pick, my picker is getting better. I'm interviewing people better. I think that that's all I can hope for at this point. Right. Mm, and that's, just, all, that's right. That's all anybody. We ju- and we just need to pump each other up and, right. and pump ourselves up and remember that we are, we are deserving of the very best. Absolutely. Well, I I'm still talking to my ex, so I can't. <laughs> we Whoopsie. didn't end badly. We didn't end badly, right? Uh, but we're friends. But uh, yeah. that, I mean, technically, is that toxic? If you're still in a relate, what do you think about that? Are you cool with your exes? 
That's I, you know cool. what? I actually, um, I actually never had like a really terrible end. Sure. The guy that I dated off and on for 12, 10, 12 years, mm-hmm. I, we're, we, we're still friends. Now we did have a real, real bad end. Oh. At the final end, but the then final. we come the fight the final end because girl, it ended like eighteen thousand times. I was about to say the final but end, the real one, the real one, the mm. real one. We we have come back and become friends mm. now. The guy that I lived with for a couple of years, like six years ago, he's one of my very best friends now, mm. and I would say that there were parts of definitely parts of that relationship that were toxic. But a lot of that toxicity, I, it, you know, I was trying, I did, I was like, I don't know how to be in a relationship. So I was trying to be what I thought I was supposed to be. Mm. And I think that I, you know, I, I lent to that. That's sort of what I was alluding to in the beginning. That but is think, real. Yeah. I think that if you come in, if you go back right. <laughs> to talking to your ex, if what you're doing is either trying to trying to iron that out so that the end is it so that I mean like if this is the thing to me that man you did you live with him this last person yes Yes. so you have to think like these are the people that know you the very best right and if you can continue to be if he can continue to be a person in your life, mm-hmm. not necessarily the person, sure. Then I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If right. you in your heart know that this is not a good idea, that that you should not get back together, and that's sort of what the communication is ish, mm-hmm. then you're sort of fanning the flames of a little more heartache. There it is. Well, you know, I I'm gonna say that we are better friends than. Uh, in a relationship, we both have this idea like, yeah, we ain't, we ain't get back together, but we're cool. But I had a bad end with my ex-husband. But the thing about when you have a kid with somebody, it never ends. Y'all share DNA yeah. together. So I kind of had to grow up and, and forgive him, which was definitely the hardest part. It took a couple yeah. of years, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Best I was going to say we, decades. <laughs> decades. Yeah. You know, it might yeah. take, a little, I might have a little bit. I still have triggered, triggered right. moments. You know what I mean? But I thank when, you so much for um coming on the podcast, Sunshine. Hair, her looking good and everything. Y'all need, y'all need to see it. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram. It's at interform.art. Sunshine, what's your what's your Instagram so people can follow you? It is at listen to sunshine. Oh, so you easy. That's what you should be doing. Listen to me, bro. Listen, listen. to Sunshine. And we're going to have her back because she is a gem. And make sure you follow me on Instagram. It's row underscore on the radio, all one word. Interform podcast with row on the radio and sunshine. Ooh.